When the Defense Department pulled down public availability of records from discharge review boards, that raised a lot of hackles among veterans. My next guest says the DOD's decision is outright illegal. And now the National Veterans Legal Services Program has filed a lawsuit. Joining me in studio is the NVLSP's executive director, Bart Stitchman. Bart, good to have you back. Thank you so much, Tom. These records apply to everyone that leaves the military, correct? No, these are uh, boards that veterans go to after they're discharged if they feel they've been wrongly treated. So one set of boards, the discharge review boards, handle applications for an upgrade in a less than honorable discharge. The other boards, the boards for correction of military records, not only handle discharge upgrades, but they also correct all kinds of injustices that occur during service, like an unjust uh, reduction in rank or uh, denial of disability retirement, things like that. And these records were available online until when? Absolutely. These were available. They went online in 1996. They used to have a paper reading room. And then they uh, were put online in 1996. And then last April, inexplicably, they were all taken off uh, the websites of these boards so that people couldn't do any research about the decision-making of these boards. And anyone could look at these records? Anyone in the world. It's on the Internet. The name of the person who applied, who's the subject of the decision, is not there. It's Got redacted. It. But everything else about the case is there for the public to review. Well, then why would just hypothetically someone want to look at these if you couldn't find a specific person? Well, you're not looking for a specific person. The reason you look at these decisions is to see the reasons why the boards grant or deny relief so that you can model your uh, application to get relief on these sorts of circumstances. Get the type of element, evidence and support that others have gotten that help show that relief should be granted. Would it be a stretch to say that if you could examine these types of records, even when you join the military, it would give you some guidance as to what not to do for the eventual day you leave? Yes, that's true. That's but but the yeah, the military departments have rules and regs, and and you learn the them more real quick. You know, you learn them pretty quick if they if you violate their rules. Was there a perceived privacy issue anyway? Because if even if the names are redacted, if enough details of a circumstance are there it's pretty easy to triangulate in on an individual. Yeah, I haven't heard that of that problem. Theoretically, there's that problem, but I haven't heard anybody complain that it was obvious who was the subject of the decision that was made publicly available. And I guess the stakes are pretty important because the level of VA benefits you're entitled to is dependent on your discharge status. Very often, the a less than honorable discharge is a block a bar to VA benefits, whether it be health care or disability benefits, monthly benefits. So these are this is a big deal for veterans with less than honorable discharges. I mean, do they make a distinction between whether you committed murder or whether you smoked a joint while on leave? Yeah, there are uh, rules of the game, general directives by the military uh, that take into account uh, the level of the misconduct. And if it's a minor misconduct, that shouldn't lead to a, a less than honorable discharge. And no communication from DOD as to why these records are no longer available? 
this is true. We've uh, we've contacted the boards as to uh, why it's down and when it's going to come back up, but uh, it's been radio silence. They uh, they haven't told us reasons why it was taken off in the first place. At the beginning, they said it was temporary, but since uh, from April to January is a long length of time, so uh, I don't know why they took it down or can't put it back up. They're not moving it to the cloud or something and it got screwed up. Not not that they're telling us up telling <laughs> us about that. We're speaking with Bart Stitchman. He's executive director of the National Veterans Legal Services Program. And tell us about the lawsuit. Where did you file it and what so, does it seek? Uh, we filed it in US District Court in Virginia and uh, we asked for the court to order the agencies to put it back on line, all the decisions up to April, and then we want them to be make sure they're more timely, that they get them online within a short period of time after the decisions are issued, so there's not a lag. Uh, and in addition, they're supposed to, by law, have an index of the decisions. So they use a system by which you can put in uh, search words So decisions come up of the type that you're looking for. Uh, And in the past, their index has, has, when the decisions were available, was not all that good. And we're looking to make sure they upgrade it. Now, each individual service member has his or her own records permanently. Got it. And have you heard from veterans about this? We've heard especially from a lot of veterans advocates. There are a lot of groups around the country that represent uh, veterans before these two sets of boards, and they're very happy uh, that we've done it. Uh, they complained to us before we filed the lawsuit about this. We, Our organization was actually involved decades ago when the boards weren't putting their decisions up. We sued them and got their agreement to create, this was back in the day before the Internet, to create a public reading room at the Pentagon where they put in paper all these decisions, and so people could come and view them. And so that's what they did starting in the late 70s. And then, as I said to you, they went online in 96. And you've had some pro bono legal help, too, on this from a law firm. Absolutely. We work often with uh, law firms, and Hunton, Andrews, and Kurth, uh, LLP, has done a great job of researching and helping us draft the complaint. And we've also filed a motion for a preliminary injunction for the uh, as a quick vehicle for the court to order them to put these back up. And you're hoping or you're assuming they haven't disposed of them or erased the electronic records. I sure hope that that's true. That would really – that would be worse than not, not putting them on uh, – making them available to the public. Because they may not even be created in paper anymore. Uh, well, they must be because they send the, the decisions to the veterans, so it's in paper form at that point when it's put in the mail. Uh, but uh, I don't really think they've uh, destroyed these decisions. Now, you filed that just early in January. Correct. Any reaction yet? Any comeback from the other side? Uh, we've There have been discussions among lawyers, uh, but there's no official response yet. And just one more time, review for us the importance of having these records online in the first place. The veterans and their advocates use these decisions to uh, model their 
briefs and their what their submissions to the boards. So if they see how the boards are interpreting, for example, a recent Secretary of Defense directive to be lenient in giving discharge upgrades to people whose misconduct was caused by a mental disorder like PTSD or TBI, they can see the types of cases uh, that the directive has been interpreted to require an upgrade. So they could cite those cases or model their uh, submissions uh, based on those cases. So at this point, it's wait and see what happens from the response. This is true. It's early in the game. January 2 is when we filed, and uh, the military will have to respond in the near future because we filed this motion for a preliminary injunction. So we hope by the end of this month to hear something definitive from them. Bart Stitchman is executive director of the National Veterans Legal Services Program. As always, thanks so much. Thank you very much, Tom. We'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.